Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. A career night. 27 points for Jaime Jaquez Jr. Hogarth takes the final shot. That's it. UCLA, a comeback win. On the BetQL Audio Network. Woo-hoo-hoo! Eli's coming. Welcome on in the BetQL <laughs> Daily. It is Joe Ostrowski and Eli Hershkovich. So we didn't have that one planned. I think you got everyone under the sun, uh, the big voice guy t- uh, co-hosting with me, but one Eli Hershkovich. Well, strap in, folks. If you're looking for some last-minute help, some assistance, some tweaking with your brackets, some bets you might want to get down. Maybe you're betting on every single day. I would not advise doing that Doing that every single game this day. Uh, but I know some people are doing that. And, uh, hey, it's a tournament. That's what I say. I mean, I, I'm just – I've got so much going on. We'll, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. And, Eli, I'll, I'll be asking you for uh, some help. We've got Jake Hassan, downtown Chicago, running the board in Philadelphia, directing Dylan Burns. Graphics, Jake Alley, Eli Herskovich at Eli Herskovich on Twitter. We are here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on the Radio.com app. If you want to watch us on YouTube, go to the Radio.com Sports YouTube page. We're on the air, 1430 in Denver as well. Eli, what brings you more joy? 16 games today. You could start filling out. I don't know if you fill out a results bracket or you just X out the ones you get wrong. Did that bring you more joy or last night? Thanks to a furious comeback, <laughs> Ross Tucker loses his parlay. Yeah, listen, I would say it's a combination <laughs> of both. Number one, I filled out my bracket for people that are watching on radio.com and the radio.com app. It is right mm-hmm. in front of me. So pumped about that. But also, yeah, kind of pumped that Ross lost his plus 180 <laughs> parlay that he was so stoked about yesterday. Yes, yes. It was. Uh, how about that last night with the results? Just, I'm like, okay. Is are, are we going to be in for a tournament? Just like one of the first things you see, the first big game is uh, not the 16s, but of the 11s, Drake, Wichita State. We talked about it all week. Wichita State opens as a two-point favorite. Everybody's betting Drake all week so much that it swings to the other side. Drake is a two-point favorite. They're covering late in the game, but when the final buzzer hits, they do not cover if you bet it late. Right. Yosefu misses the free throw that I think it was a one and one. So then, you, uh, you know, then Wichita State gets out their final shot. They miss it, had a chance to win the game. But that was an incredible comeback 
just overall to have a chance mm-hmm. to cover that game. And they could have covered it if they didn't turn it over with like 20 or 30 seconds to go. How how you feeling overall today? I just with uh, you said you got your bracket out. What, what else are you betting on in addition to your ATS stuff that we're going to be talking about for the next few hours? Any other contest you're in? No, I decided to skip your survivor pool. I do. I have my own survivor pool strategy, but I need to focus on my against the spread bets. I need to focus on. I, plus, I'm also just not going to remember to update. I know that for myself from fantasy. Football, not two seconds. If you're in survivor, you won't forget because it's because a pool that large, like you're going to it's top of mind. You're constantly thinking about what you're going to do the next day. I'm a little stressed. And it's not only because I've had internet issues this morning and right now I'm doing the show on a hotspot. Internet still down in my entire area. If anybody has fiber optic information, please share because I keep hearing about, oh, you got to go to fiber optic. Every company I look, it's not available in my area. I mean, how many times has this been an issue, Eli? And what they charge, just insane. Yeah, Uh, That that has been stressful this morning. But also, even though I know it's done, I've finalized the bracket last night. We'll go over it during the show. I, I filled out my uh, picks for the, a bracket list pool. Uh, which one is going to go the furthest? Which four, you know, to rack up points? I got my survivor picks in. I don't know that those are finalized. We'll talk about that. Uh, I got my squares yesterday. They were emailed out. I'll get my last man standing teams uh, coming up this morning before the game start. But I'm still stressed that I'm missing something. Did I sign up? I've signed up for so much stuff. Did I sign up for something that I, I haven't got a pick in yet? Right. I know, by the way, I know Entercom, Radio.com Sports, the BetQL Audio Network is doing a, a Geico Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. So for anybody that wants to participate in that, to add something else to your list. to fill Is it better than, is it a bigger pool than Dylan's? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Dylan's can't touch the Radio.com Sports Bracket Challenge. I'll, I'll say that to him, but he can't comment on it, so it's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, let, let's start with the results last night. We touched on Drake, Wichita State. Michigan State gets uh, out to an early lead, and then the Bruins take care of business in the second half. I'm sure uh, you were a little upset because your guy Tiger's doing that for the Bruins, and he's not doing that for the DePaul Blue Demons. (laughs) Norfolk State moves on past App State, Texas Southern over Mount St. Mary's. So many of these tight, tight games. Uh, I hope it's a sign of things to come. Yeah, it it was so impressive just going back to the UCLA game. Well, it was impressive, the comeback from the Bruins, similar to the Drake Bulldogs. But Tom Izzo got so outcoached yesterday in the second half. Gets Mick Cronin, who's had so many NCAA tournament collapses over the years with Cincinnati. And last year, UCLA probably would have made the tournament. But obviously, no, no March Madness. So it was for Michigan State to have that poor of a second half down the stretch. Rocket Watts, their guard played so badly. Just awful shots driving to the rim. And he got lucky in the first half with some of those dribble drive um, opportunities for MSU. Not putting Aaron Henry on Johnny uh, Juzang for the Bruins really cost Sparty down the stretch, and especially in overtime. Don't ask him about yelling at a player. Don't you dare ask him about <laughs> it. He's going to – all these guys, these college basketball coaches, I mean, I guess uh, they are the king of the campus. But, man, boy, don't you dare question any of them. They They will come firing right back at you. In a heartbeat, and they don't care. The, some of them, like Izzo, will event. He's supposedly one of the good guys. Will eventually answer the question, however they decide. But they're going to dress you down first. All of these guys. It's not just Lado. It's not just McCaffrey or Bayheim, Coach K. Up and down the list, man. 
There are very yeah. few Porter Mosers. Right. Coaches that have a nice demeanor on the sideline. Then again, Porter Moser can get pretty animated too. It just depends on, on the yeah. situation. But last night, I I mean, I didn't really take too much out of that. I think he was just getting into it with this player going into the locker room where they yeah. switched yeah. on a ball screen. They missed the switch and, and UCLA got a bucket. And that was a big bucket going into the half because that gave them some momentum. And maybe he was right to get pissed. Maybe he was pissed at himself. I mean, he should have been pissed at, uh, at himself for what he did in the second half. Uh, before we go region by region, all the games today, all the games tomorrow, uh, let's react to the openers. If people want to bet these early because, hey, how many times have we talked about getting the best of the number? If you think it's going to move, bet it now because if you waited on Drake, you ended up – you may have been on the right side, but you ended up being a loser because you got the absolute worst of the number. You're thinking, oh, two? It's two. What's the big deal? I'm going to push at worst. No, uh, Drake could move on and you could still lose. Speaking of Drake – they are six-point dogs to uh, the six-seed USC coming up uh, this weekend. I think there's a little bit of value in Drake. There, I think it got as high as six-and-a-half overnight and into early this morning. Then it was bet down to six. Even though USC has Evan Mobley, one of the best freshmen in college basketball, Drake wasn't able to establish themselves down low, down the stretch yesterday because uh, one of their better players was who just came back from a foot injury – didn't play a ton in the second half, only played like 10 minutes overall. So we'll see if he ends up playing more in the second round or in the first round, first official round of the NCAA tournament. I think two possessions might be a little much for Drake. On the flip side with BYU and UCLA, we could touch on that in a second. If Johnny Juzang doesn't play for, for the Bruins, UCLA is in trouble. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I, I feel like th- throughout the week, maybe we should spend a little more time on these two teams because throughout the week we didn't really talk about these matchups because, of course, we didn't have the opponent. And now that the opponent is set, uh, we, we can do just that. Are, are you a believer in, that either of these teams can make a run? I mean, USC, when you look at all the metrics, they're up near the top. They have the profile of a team that could at least go to the Sweet 16 or maybe shock some people and get to the Elite Eight. And, uh, and when I say profile, I'm talking top 30 offensive efficiency, top 30 defensive efficiency. Right. B- BYU fits that as well. Yeah, BYU could shoot. Defensively, last year's team had the best chance to make any sort of a run because they had Yoni Childs up front, some really good shooters beyond him. If BYU was going to make a run to the Elite Eight, I thought it was going to be last year. No tournament, so that couldn't happen. I think USC is intriguing to make a run, and we'll reveal – where we see how far we see USC getting in the tournament. But you have Evan Mobley. You have his brother, Isaiah Mobley, in the front court. Tajidi, 
who's a really good shooter. They also have uh, Drew Peterson, who could space the floor. USC defensively, I don't know how much to take uh, take into account what they did in Pac-12 play because I'm not super high on the conference. But they have the offense and they have the athleticism for sure with Evan Mobley, who could dominate for stretches, dominate games, and and carry USC. Gonzaga favored by 33-and-a-half over Norfolk State. And then uh, Michigan Favorite of 25 and a half been bouncing around some books sitting at 26. Boy, you, you see the you see the gaps here. Uh you, you have a six eleven matchup and USC's favored by six. BYU's only favored by three and a half. And then Gonzaga is just so much better than Michigan. 33 and a half point favor compared to 26. When I look at those two spreads, and I know you're gonna call me crazy, or maybe not. I think there might be some value with Texas Southern. I might have to bet it tomorrow. 25. I don't think that's crazy at all. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you're on my side. I just wonder, we saw it in the Big Ten tournament, how Michigan didn't adjust and they only played a couple games without Isaiah Livers. Michigan has some turnover problems. Texas Southern, we saw them come back, had a really nice stretch to start to uh, start the second half yesterday against, against uh, Mount St. Mary's. If they could turn Michigan over, if Mike Smith has turnover problems, which he's had in conference play, I think there might be some value with Texas Southern getting 25 and a half points against the Wolverines. Last two years, Livers is healthy. Michigan's 33 and nine. They're below 500 when he's not healthy. Yep. Okay. I mean, second leading scorer, he's your best outside shooter. I, I don't think we're overstating this. We know they're going to exit, but it, it, we're not even positive that they're going to get out of the first weekend here. Yeah. I mean, if they end up facing LSU, and we'll see what happens between LSU and St. Bonaventure. Tough game to project. I'm probably going to stay away from it from an against the spread standpoint. But if you face St. Bonaventure, that's probably the team Michigan wants to face uh, least between those two teams because of St. Bonaventure's defense and those guards for the Bonnies. But LSU can't defend. So if you get into that matchup, can't really match up with Dickinson. St. Bonaventure has the big, though, to match up with Dickinson. I have Michigan advancing to my Sweet 16. I guess I'll, I'll say that right now because I see LSU beating St. Bonaventure. But if the Bonnies advance to the round of 32, that is not an easy test for the Wolverines. We've talked time and time again about uh, the season-long futures that you have, and I know you're feeling good about Texas. I, I'm hopeful that Alabama can do something. I, I think we got a solid draw there. They are in the right region, so they, they certainly can go to the Final Four. Uh, did you make any region bets, any Sweet 16 futures bets? Texas was one of mine at minus 105 or something like that to get to the Sweet 16, which is a pretty good price. I think there's some value in that number. Other than that, I, you know, that's, I mean, that's about even money for the Longhorns, and they would have to get past Abilene Christian, which some people might say is a tough matchup. We could talk about that a little later on. And then BYU, who could shoot. So then you're there. I, I think the path is there for Texas, and you're getting around even money for a Longhorns team that has a lot of potential in this tournament. I'm looking at point, the points bet app right now and seeing if there's any value. Some uh, some of the maybe the double digit dogs that could win two games. Talked about it the other day with Horvat a little bit. Uh, those numbers have held steady over the last 48 hours. Winthrop eight to one, Ohio eight to one, Santa Barbara also eight to one, uh, Liberty's twelve to one. Are you a believer that any of those teams, um, for those that Mister covered earlier this week, can win two games and get to the Sweet 16? I have Ohio going to the Sweet 16. Santa Barbara, that Ohio-Santa Barbara matchup is a coin flip. But if you 
if you let's say you bet both teams to get to the Sweet 16, you're making a profit. If, if you think both mm-hmm. teams can win their respective games outright in the first round, I think Santa Barbara has a has a solid chance to beat Creighton. I think Ohio definitely has a, a better chance than Santa Barbara to pull off the outright upset. But Ohio is the pieces to make a run. Liberty has a chance to to beat Oklahoma State if they play at their tempo, if they rebound the ball well, and you keep Kate Cunningham in the half court. So I think all three of those that I mentioned are live to get to the Sweet 16. That's going to be that's I think that's a pretty strong play. Like we know that they're probably even though it might set up for a chalky year every year, we have double digit seeds that win two games. And that's the big story. And the coaches are everywhere. And we find out all the backstories on the players and all that stuff, which is part of the fun of March Madness. It's just a matter of identifying the correct ones. Is is there a – it feels like the stopping point has been once we get to 13s and people stop talking about it. Is there a 14 that can do something crazy over the next few days? No, I don't I don't see any sort of 14 seed. A lot – you know, Ross mentioned this yesterday. I hate to bring up the name Ross, but he did mention it on the show. <laughs> Saying saying that Colgate could pull off the upset over Arkansas, or at least that's one of the heavier money line bets, money line dog bets in the NCAA. Tournament. I, I don't even know what he was saying. Like he was saying it, but he had no information. He didn't know if right. it was money line or ATS. Like I don't even know what that was. Let's say it was money line, and I think they are a popular ATS pick uh, and and money line bet, which I disagree with. I don't see that. I don't see Colgate being a 14 seed that gets it done. I don't see any 14 seed making a deep run in the tournament. All right, let's uh, start to break down the brackets next. We'll be having our best bets for today, also coming up this hour. At 10 o'clock Central Time, Brad Evans, Yahoo Noise will drop by. We'll find out how he's feeling about his Illini. Gets, uh, get his final four picks as well. Joe Ostrowski, Eli Herskovich. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network.